0: Why is recorded in front of a live studio audience.
1: I am not sure if you um, have an Alexa.
0: Well, no, I personally do not, but you know that they are throughout the home.
1: Right. Um, So I have noticed uh, what, I don't think she listens to me is one part of the things I've noticed. Okay. Um, And my whole family finds it very amusing that I'm always saying, no, Alexa, not stop. Alexa, just stop. But I love playing live recordings from things through Alexa simply f- to hear her tell me what I'm listening to. Okay. And so it will say Midnight Rambler live by the Rolling Stones. Oh. It's just like adds a whole nother level to it. Of, I
0: get
1: that. It, it, it recontextualizes the song in a great way.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And to tell me, cause a lot of the times she puts a comma in there so it's not really saying this is the live version. It is, it's part of an order. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. Jump and Jack <laughs> yes. Flash
1: live. Just like she is. Right. Uh, well, deeming Well, is isn't she so. supposed
0: to just guide us to what we're supposed to do for all time? Like I thought that was what her purpose I
1: think was. so. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure she's yet yeah, launching us all into space pretty soon. Right? Yeah. Is that
0: what they come back to get us with the spaceship?
1: I please well, at this bad, point
0: because we never right we'd never make it with the rules
1: oh yeah we get tossed out of that thing pretty quick
0: really fast
1: yeah and space is a vacuum
0: and i don't want to go space
1: that's true yeah
0: i would hate space <laughs> this is why with your hosts heidi headquist and luke poling
1: Uh, oh, what in particular would you not care <laughs> about space? I, please, please tell me what you would you would find annoying <laughs> about space.
0: All of it, like the claustrophobia alone getting right. there. Yeah, the, okay. the, the infinite. In, yeah, um, it's dark all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the attire is really not attractive on anyone.
1: I knew we were going to be getting to that sooner rather than like later. Like, at
0: least if they put, like, I think if I could take my, like, spacesuit helmet mm-hmm. and put the little Stay Puff Marshmallow sailor hat on it and turn it into a oh. Stay Puff Marshmallow costume, I- I'd be more into it.
1: Okay, be more jaunty. Especially I if
0: I could be, like, evil. Right, if I could right. be jaunty and more of a character. Mm-hmm. Um, If I could look like Ziggy Stardust, I'd be okay with
1: it. All of us, A, want to look right. like Sticky s- s- Stardust of dust, and would, do, would be okay with that.
0: Yeah. If I could look like Elton John in the Rocketman era, I'd be okay with it.
1: Sure, yeah. But uh, but Donald Duck or Dodger Stadium?
0: Um, I'm really actually more Donald Duck, believe it or not.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Because I'm more Disney than baseball, although I do like True. the sequin uniform.
1: Sure, yeah. But, okay. know, I think
0: I'd be more Donald Duck. Interesting. For sure. But, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just not for me, though. Like We're floating around.
1: I want that put on a t-shirt. Space, Dash. It's not for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We're destroying like, our world. I don't want to go to space with Elon Musk. I st-
1: We're destroying this I planet know. at a record pace. And
0: yeah
1: it's not for me
0: <laughs> but okay so we're destroying our planet so why should we be allowed to destroy all the other planets that's the other thing
1: but that's true like, oh, very we did a true.
0: terrible job with this one like we sh- shouldn't be allowed on Mars or anywhere else no so, if it's part of yeah. my civic duty <laughs>
1: no I definitely I think um yeah, we should definitely be watched and not left alone with the children on any other planet, I feel like as right? a species. Um it's not gonna go well. No. So yeah, this is definitely a, a species that if you left us to babysit, the house would be on fire when you got home.
0: Right. And no one would know where the children
1: were. No, nobody would know.
0: <laughs> oh, like I don't
1: know. No, what do you want from me?
0: <laughs> very, very The dog true. was supposed to watch
1: yeah. <laughs> I told the dog to stay here. <laughs> what do you want from me? Where did you start off? Was it modeling? Was it acting? Was it stunts? Um, so I grew up
2: as a dancer and gymnast. Um, I did all that stuff growing I started, to think, at age five or six is when I got into... Doing gymnastics, and then around seven or eight, I transitioned over to dance, Mm -hmm. and uh, stuck with the tumbling aspect of dance, and I kept that along with me up until um, my freshman year of high school. So I did the dance, musical theater kind of thing. Um, Then did all a bunch of sports in high school. College comes around. um, Played college football for a year at University of Arizona, Um, and then got into cage fighting. So I took the dance, this graceful ballerina guy. He's like, ah, punch me in the face a couple times, see how I feel. Took that, became an MMA fighter. Um, I did one, I was able to shoot one movie in Tucson where they needed an underground cage fighter for like an extra like feature role for a fight scene. I was like, cool, I'm a fighter. I can just, you know, I can do stage combat, no problem. I ended up doing that. I thought it was a cool experience. And I was like, you know what? Okay couple years go by after the film I get laid off from a job and I was like okay I'm tired of working this nine-to-five stuff I feel like I'm meant for something different I grew up entertaining people all my life I figured why not give it a shot so I hopped on a motorcycle from Tucson Arizona to California Um, that was in 2015 and then kind of just hit the ground running from there trying to network I was lucky enough to meet a couple awesome people in the industry michael colomb was the first director i met out here um he kind of paved the way with meeting people that i that he thought were awesome that i ended up becoming good friends with to this day We're together quite a bit so i guess what the start was was more just getting a fight getting a, a featured role as a fighter and then taking what i've already had growing up and then using that kind of just show myself to everyone be like, Hey, come find me. I can do this. I can do that. So.
1: So acting so I, wasn't your kind of, I mean, obviously you were into it in high school and stuff, but it wasn't like a, I think I want to pursue this. It was only no, I, after the fact. It,
2: it wasn't until I got fired that I was like, okay, I mean, why not? Like, I mean, I, like I said, I spent all this time on stage, whether it was dancing or musical theater or playing a sport or getting punched in the face to, entertain people. I feel that I can do this in the way that I think I can. I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. So, I mean.
0: So, so as a fellow musical theater kid, how many of your fellow former high school actors, actresses want to punch you in the face because you actually went on and did it and they never had the guts to do it?
2: Uh, I haven't had anybody be like, Screw you! You know you 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 took a chance and you made it. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, once (laughs) once I get that. (laughs) Oh, once I get that big role that I'm waiting for, you know that I'm just slowly entering myself into because I know it's just a matter of time before it hits. Um, once I get that one, then I'm sure I'll have a few people come out of the woodwork and be like, "Hey, uh, let's fight." (laughs) But um, I did have one, no two. One was a football player with me um his name is Joey Matthews and then I had another a dancer friend of mine I used to dance with her in high school um Amy Kilgore they actually both took a move to California as well to pursue acting and they're both um doing the thing just like I am so a couple of us did it so that's awesome yeah it's pretty cool
0: do you have a part that you played that is your favorite to this day
1: i'm still
2: waiting for that really cool action scene that i haven't gotten to do yet, yet. but there I, I play a really good bad guy I feel. so i've done a few horror shorts that I, I get to play the bad guy in and i, I think it really pulled that off pretty well so I, I, I like being the bad guy even if it was an action movie give me the bad guy role you know i can i, I can, can do that pretty well i agree we've, inter-
0: at. we've interviewed some people who refuse to play the bad guy and that's really weird to me because why that's like the most fun you get to do the most fun and if you do, do it the
2: right way you you write a movie with the bad guy and he wins i mean that isn't right. i mean that right. has to happen eventually right it'll happen
1: so what what about high school what was your favorite role there was it uh anything goes can we put you down for that
0: No, There I, uh,
2: I did a couple <laughs> the one the big one i did in high school was actually phantom of the opera Okay. Wow. I, nice. I was the I was the Phantom, so that oh, was a good time. The
1: titular Phantom. Okay. Yeah. So that there we sense. go. That was that's that not, was the one.
0: That, that's not a. Yeah.
1: Do you guys want to start doing? We were, I'm too old. Music at night. <laughs> we
0: were. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> yeah. couldn't do Phantom. Like Phantom was still a big hit when yeah. I was in high school.
2: It wasn't. It wasn't as big of a hit as it was for me. So that's we were able to amazing. pull that off without any without any issues. That's awesome.
1: So looking at your IMDB page, you have been keeping busy. At least you you fooled me if you're sitting around with your feet up. Um, (laughs) I I try to stay
2: busy. Um, I have, I was lucky enough to get in with some awesome people who are really working and have have some projects that were completed here pretty soon. the, The most recent one I did uh, There's two of them that were completed recently. One of them was a short film called The Salsa E. Salsa. It's a little comedy about a guy who goes to a bar during um, COVID. He goes to a backyard bar that uh, his buddy set up and he invites a blind date but the blind date ends up being someone he didn't expect. It ends up being uh, a guy. <laughs> so <laughs> That puts the twist on that. And so There was that one which I helped produce and uh, I was a supporting role in that one and then uh we just we just had a premiere for our um horror feature called berry and that won um best horror feature at the uh chinese film festival
1: so that was cool very nice and you've been doing a lot of stunt coordinating uh as well
2: yeah so a lot of the uh A lot of the indie stuff that i've been a part of with the fight scenes stuff like that because of my mma background i've been able to um add my expertise and advice and just my opinion on things like that and they end up being well liked and approved by directors and producers so i've been able to get a few stunt coordinator credits as well as you know stuntman credit here and there throughout it so i'm trying to build that resume i mean i would love to be a stuntman for you know like a statham or uh bruce willis sure. down the road or something like that or james mcavoy i mean i have a bald head i can i mean yeah, i can no, i can make please. it happen that, i just gotta later. i just gotta find them and they gotta find me and just i can show them what i can do and that'll be that but that's part of the grind you know you gotta find the right people
1: what is the difference in stage in sort of stage fighting versus real fighting other than you don't really punch me in the face. Is there much of a difference in how you put that together in what reads well on camera versus what would actually happen?
2: So um, with stage combat, a lot of it comes from camera angles. And of course, with the two actors that you have doing, I mean, doing the dance, it really is a dance when you look at it because it is all choreographed. Um, So different angles can, make you perceive what would be a real hit and what wouldn't be and i know we've all seen those movies where the camera's at a certain angle and the guy throws a punch and the punch isn't even close and the guy reacts to it like oh you hit me in the face and that's just i mean one it could be poor execution on the actor's part but it could be poor execution on the director and cinematographer and you just got to put that together so a lot of it comes it's, it's it's a team effort when When it comes down to it, the actors have to be on point, know how to how to pull a punch, how to pull a kick, how to react to one. Timing is most important. And then, of course, the angle of which where the camera's at plays a big part in it as well.
0: How do you as someone who is a fighter and who has probably practiced those kicks, punches, moves, all of it time and time and time again, so that it's just basically second nature to you? How do you then when you're also acting and in the moment of trying to immerse yourself in this scene, how do you simultaneously turn that off and turn that on?
2: There's been a couple of times where I've forgotten to do that. <laughs> and I've, I've gotten <laughs> okay. a little carried away and it ended up not working out. So um, part of that also comes from my background in professional wrestling. Now, everyone thinks that professional wrestling is fake. Um, I can say with certainty that it's not um the only scripted thing about it is the winner or the loser now there is when you are slapping or punching or kicking you are pulling your kick or your punch you're making contact but you're not following through with the actual kick or punch so you're not really doing damage to that person now when you're wrestling and you're in the heat of the moment and you're in front of people there is a time or two where the punch does follow through and you are getting hit in the face you kind of just have to go through it so a lot of me being able to pull the punch has come from that. And that has taught me a lot to kind of remember where I'm at, the atmosphere that I'm in slow it down. I mean, sell it, but don't follow through and fully make it happen. And again, that also helps when you have angles, because then you can you can back from the person as long as the camera angle is on point and you can still throw your full punch. You're not going to make contact. And if the person's reacting the way they should, it looks as almost as if you didn't. So
0: when you were wrestling, did you have like any preferred promos or what was your style? Were you a bad guy wrestler too?
2: Um, I tried to be a bad guy, but it just, I mean, the crowd kind of perceived me as this good guy. So my my fight name for MMA and wrestling was The Judge. Um, my favorite movie is Judge Dredd. That's a good one. The, Judge Dredd is my favorite movie. Well, the newer one with Carl Urban.
1: I was, okay, thank you. Yep. Dread.
2: yes. Dredd was... <laughs> Dred was the man. So I, I, t- I kind of took that on and just call I'm call myself the judge. So everything I had to do happened to be with, you know, closing the case, making it happen, putting judgment on the opponent and calling it a day. Um, so that was the promo that I ran with and kind of stuck with. And I used that throughout cage fighting and professional wrestling.
1: Did you have uh, judicial robes?
2: I didn't have any of the robes. So okay. I, I was in when I was doing it, I was in the process of, kind of fighting it. I was going back and forth between if I wanted the robe and like the, the old school hair that they used yep, to have. sure. Yes. Or if I wanted yes. to do, a, or if I wanted to do the mimic of Dread and come out in the Dread outfit, but then mm. just use my last name of oh. Vincik as the badge that way, you know, I wasn't causing any problems. However, um, the promotion that I wrestled with was kind of low budget. We didn't really have a huge, huge following. So I wasn't able to really invest hardcore into what my gimmick was going to be so i kind of just i guess you could say did what i could with what i had mm-hmm. and then just kind of focused more on the uh on the wrestling aspect of it and then the, cutting the promo instead of the actual outfit so i mean i'm still currently looking for um a wrestling organization that i can become a part of here in california Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking about maybe bringing that back and trying to revive that gimmick and see how well it goes.
1: Oh no, you got to um, go with the judge.
2: Uh, yeah, I just yeah, I just gotta find, I just gotta find the one that's a good fit and work it into the schedule and then get it back in there. So
1: yeah, just I you mean, You gotta just
0: get the robes.
1: Robes definitely. 100%. Um, using the phrase "approach the bench," I think would be huge. Yes. Um, I think also order in the court. Yeah, um, I'll allow. There it. you go. Yep, order in the court. Um, yep. I'll allow it. I'll rise oh, when I answer. Yeah. Oh God, yep.
0: This is the best. I will go
1: full. That was one of them. Full full of one of them. Yep. Yeah, Watch we it, counselor. Them all That'd because, rise. Yeah.
2: It yep. i had them all contempt. rise up when I answered. <laughs> <laughs> contempt contempt of the ring. There we go. Yeah, Punishment perfect. is time to wrestle. Oh. Yeah, it was, it's a good time. Oh. I, I enjoy it so much.
1: That's no, because yeah, judgment is uh, justice is blind. Um, now.
0: And then you have like your manager be like old school Elizabeth, but she'd be the bailiff.
1: Ooh, I was thinking Rusty, the bailiff (laughs) from people's court. It's good. But maybe I'm too many. (laughs) God rest. Maybe I'm too many decades (laughs) behind. Um, Before we started uh, recording, you were talking about your kind of modeling career that's come out of all of this as well. And you've become a popular underwear model. No, that is somebody, that is a career. Yes. We have not spoken to anyone who has had that uh, that job.
2: I'm the first uh, one on a rat.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> welcome. But is it weird when you meet, like, I mean, these people have seen your performance, um, if you catch my drift. Um, yeah, and I guess. Th- There's this, there's a bit of a, that sort of social contract where it's like they know more about you than you about them and there's a little yep. bit of a they you have them at a disadvantage um mm-hmm. is that ever weird or just as somebody who naturally takes care of their body uh on a regular basis that it's not that awkward to be running around essentially with your shirt off and short shorts? at first
2: well the funny thing, our underwear ads is i actually have my shirt on the whole time which is okay. actually well, kind well, there of funny. you go Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, why is his shirt tucked into his underwear? It's like, ah, that's part of it. Focus on the underwear, not the model. Uh,
1: Right. No, um, but I I noticed you did let yourself go from the waist up. Uh. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. Um, So um, part of it, I mean, at first I was like, this is kind of weird. You know, all these gay men kind of just basically treating me like i'm a piece of meat i don't know what to think about it but i mean part of it was me laughing okay i guess i have the attention of somebody (laughs) yeah um but it ended up you know becoming something bigger than i thought it would be it ended up where um i just went in then when i first got hired it was they needed somebody like right now they didn't have anybody to fill it and they needed someone to do it and then they um i ended up getting a huge I think I had 330,000 uh, likes or views on my first video and was up for like two weeks. Um, right. And so then I kind of just said, okay, I guess. I, so then at that point, when I saw that I was actually getting a pretty big reaction out of it compared to the other videos they did, I started to like, okay, like guys, take a look at the numbers, who's you know, who's getting more views? Is it me or the other guys? And I mean, they ultimately decided to do what they're gonna do, but eventually they brought me back. And now I've done like four or five with them, and they're all kind of getting—they're getting the message yeah. out there for sure. Like, look at the underwear. So,
0: right. <laughs> happy
1: yeah. client yeah. is a happy client. There and I go. feel
0: like it's gonna like that underwear is definitely gonna take off if it has. Yeah. hmm no Pun intended. Yeah. Yes. Actually, <laughs> it was actually very. I actually good. said that very, very much. Very much in a business sense, <laughs> but no, that was really, good because it, you know. Thank you. I try. <laughs> yes.
1: So have you ever had that experience? We always ask musicians, have you ever been at the supermarket and you hear your music playing over the stereo? And what's that like? Have you ever been in any sort of public scenario where someone goes, don't I know you from somewhere?
2: Actually? Yes. Um, that <laughs> happened. One guy, one person here in the little town of Yorba Linda. Mm-hmm. Um, I was out getting some to eat and they, um, I guess he said he saw me. But he like didn't want to like come over and be weird. Like he said, he didn't want to come over and be weird about it. He's like, hey, like I saw you getting food. Like I didn't know you lived in the same town as me, and I was like, I didn't know the same town as me either. Like this is weird. Uh, he's like, yeah. Like next time, say hi. I was like, I didn't even know you saw me. So how about next time you say hi?
1: Yeah. Why is it all <laughs> so, on you?
2: Yeah, one time. Right. So I happened one time where someone was like, hey, like I I saw you and you're that guy from this commercial. Um. So.
1: It's got to be nice. One time. Right?
2: It was cool. I, was like, well, I said, when well, someone remembers me, that's cool. So that was it, was, it was a good feeling. It was, it was nice. All right.
1: Cool. And then I also noticed uh, you, I guess it's still filming or I don't know if your, your part's wrapped on it, um, but on the Venom TV show, you're playing so Harry Osborne which I'm sure you can say zero about.
2: Yeah. That TV show is something I can't really discuss. So we're going to have
1: Completely to- fair. Yeah. I just want to say it out loud and acknowledge that you are in it yes. as far we as we, will we know.
2: Convened.
1: Yes. We we will have, take this. I'm in,
2: yes. I'm in something. Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Completely fair.
2: Yes.
0: We will take a recess on this subject.
1: <laughs> there we go. Yep.
2: Before you get in contempt, don't yes. exactly. Push it. Yeah, we'll, There's we'll a gag order. Yes.
0: <laughs> we will discuss in chambers.
1: <laughs> um. No, it's. I mean, like, I feel like we've we've talked to a lot of people who, who have sort of the oh, I want to get into acting, I want to do this, uh, but then when you look at your resume, you're you're keeping busy at least. You're doing it. Is that yeah, kind of the I, secret I, to it?
2: I mean, the secret is you just gotta. I mean, you just gotta try. I mean, that's that's all you can really do. Is I mean, it's nice to have the friends who are making this or making that, and they get you that role that comes in to kind of get extra okay, here's another resume builder I can put on my belt. Here's a few bucks. Here's some here's some real footage. But a lot of it is just taking the time to network, find the people you need to know, um, submit for every project that comes your way that you fit, and then get told no a thousand times before you get that first yes, and then yeah. repeat the process over and over again. <laughs> I get told no a lot. So, I mean, oh, I'm...
1: Please. Our our show is nothing but no. Yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means, yeah. It's
2: rough. Um, I'm lucky enough to have the amount of credits that I have right now. I've kind of given myself where if I'm shooting, if I can book, you know, two or three roles every couple of months, then I think I'm doing okay. That way I know I'm keeping busy, I'm keeping relevant. The commercial ads, I count those, so that's helping a lot. That's getting my name out there. Eventually someone's going to see it and be like hey that guy you know he looks good in his underwear. Let's see book mm-hmm. him for this and um and just any kind of social media Holiday. i can use to kind of help with just promoting i mean anything you can do to get your name out there that's not going to be you know yeah. a negative effect on that i think yeah. is what, what everyone has to do and what should be doing and that includes creating your own content you know getting it out there you never know something you create you decide to star in or just direct even someone higher level can see it and be like, okay, this is pretty good. Who did it? And then next thing you know, you're in the right crowd.
0: You can check us out on all the various socials. Be sure to visit our website and don't forget to leave us a review.
1: Today's show is produced by myself and Heidi Hedquist. Our reluctant producers are John Sauvey and Sandy Stone. Our willing producers are Rachel Allen and Randy Jeanette. Our intern is Zach Jackson. This one's for Philippe. Thanks for joining us. Flash, we're coming home.
0: Nigel, is that you? Are you here, Nigel?